Inner Voice, a heartfelt chat with Dr. Fujian. Hello, everyone. It is so great to be with you today. I'm Fujian Zane. I'm a psychotherapist and author and the originator of the Awareness Integration Theory. Our conversation is about what matters most in our life, our mind, our thoughts, feelings, actions, relationships, and our fulfillment in this beautiful journey of life. Subscribe to this podcast, my YouTube channel, and connect with me through my website, fujanzain.com, or any of the social media. I'd love to hear from you. And I want you to tell me what you want to hear, what topics you, you want me to share with you. Today, I am chatting with Sandy Joy Weston. She has been an entrepreneur her entire life. She's owned and operated health and wellness companies in the Philadelphia area for over 30 years. Early in her career, she became the first female trainer for the Philadelphia Flyers and worked with the Philadelphia 76ers dance team. Sandy also spent many years as a media personality and as Philadelphia NBC 10's fitness expert. And she was able to highlight local businesses, teach fitness trends, and interview some of the best, best, best Philadelphia athletes. She also created a nationally recognized Philly Street line dance, and she's going to talk about that a little bit, to help to combat Phil's fattest city label, which she uh, taught all over the city, including all center city elementary schools, and was picked up by the New York Times. Um, for the past five years, Sandy has been focusing on um, SJW Productions, an international company whose main mission is to highlight all the positive in the world and help people come together to reach their individual and common goals. She does this through her podcast, Let's Keep It Real and Positive Power Lady. Her books, Train Your Head and Your Body Will Follow, and my 30-day research journal. Um, she's going to talk about those two books, and we're going to talk about her latest book also, which is for kids, eight to 12 years of age. So that would be exciting. Her programs and workshops. And um, you can contact her at sandyjoyweston.com. So without further ado, here she is. Well, here it is, everyone, Sandy Joy Weston. It's so nice to have you. Oh, I'm so excited. I got so inspired by your outfit and then the fun background. I was like, ooh, this is going to be a good one. <laughs> Makes me feel ease and flow. I figure if we just enjoy our conversation, everybody who's listening or viewing us, they're just going to enjoy this. Yeah, that's the whole idea. So... I had seen uh, some of uh, your reviews and said that you will do, you will make people do anything that you want them to do <laughs> because you're so good at it. <laughs> so Sandy, I hate exercise. And you said in your book that if I change my mind, <laughs> I can change my body and my habits and I believe you. Uh, but you know what had happened is I can only do this with a good trainer because I've tried this so long that I've done yeah. three years, four years with a trainer. And then I've said, 
I got this. I can do this. Okay. I know exactly what to do. My mind is made up. I know how important it is. Mm. 30 years of being a therapist. I know what to do with the mind. And guess what happens? Within a couple of weeks, every morning that I wake up, it says, mm, no, I just want to sleep. Mm, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I don't want to. And then I go right back into like my brain that says, I don't want to. So yeah, then my yeah, yeah. only way is to, again, go a hire a therapist. Now, I don't mind. I mean, um, a, a trainer. I don't yeah. mind that. Yeah. However, for everyone who might be with us who is not in the position that they can, like they yeah. can go to the gym, but they're not necessarily, they're not like motivated, even if they go to the gym to do things. Like for me, when I feel a little bit of a pain, I'm like, I'm stopping. I'm not going further because my body says it's a pain and I shouldn't go further while my, you know, my trainer pushes me all the way and uh, I go through it. So can you share with us, because I've, you know, not only that you uh, got your degrees in dance and movement and training, you also have your master's in, in education and teach me <laughs> my brain. <laughs> My God, let this brain take this in. That exercise uh, pain sometimes. It's good for me. Tell oh, me. Oh, Doc. <laughs> There's so much to unpack there. First of all, I appreciate your honesty. All right. Not everybody likes to exercise. Most people don't like to exercise and many hate it. So let's just go with that. The fact that you knew this wasn't your strength and you were financially able to hire a trainer. Awesome. Because you knew, okay, this is not something I can do. So let's just stay with that. If you know you haven't created a healthy habit and if you can afford to hire a trainer, even somebody you saw once a month be held accountable in person or virtually, it's a great idea. There's ways to afford it. That's not a trainer once a week, you know, three times a week. So there's all different ways to have a coach, a mentor, a therapist to get that brain working the way you want it. Okay. That's number one. Number two, if you force it and you say, okay, I'm going to work out. I'm going to finally do it and I go all in. You're going to stop within usually a few weeks because I know I've owned health clubs my entire life. I see it. Uh, let's see, three weeks. Where'd they go? The biggest thing is to create a goal that's not far from where you are now. So for example, on your own, if you haven't created the, <laughs> the habit of working out daily, you set your goal, I'm just gonna move five minutes a day. When I get up today, whether it's walking, biking, dancing around your house, you set your goal, I'm just gonna move five minutes a day for the next 30 minutes. So you set a realistic, I can do this no matter what. If you do more than that, wah, amen, sister. But if not, your brain sees success. 
All right. You didn't overshoot and then fail and then not want to do it. You're like, okay, this morning before my feet hit the floor, what do I want to do today? Okay. I'm just going to move. Everybody can move. I don't care. Move in the shower. Just move. Go outside. Take a deep breath. Stretch. And you write it down. You go, all right, look at that. And then if you did a little more, awesome. The next thing is you want to find something, and this is really important, that you look forward to. Whether it's going to the gym and lifting weights, whether it's taking classes, whether it's hiking, biking, dancing, something that you don't hate that much because movement is movement and it doesn't have to be, I'm going to die and that's how I'm going to get results. That's baloney, it's baloney. And then the other third big thing that I want to stay here, it's the motivation. Why do you want this doc? Why do you want that? If you can think of on most days, why you want to work out, because you want to feel healthy, chase your children, your grandchildren, you want to lose weight. And your motivation is bigger than your desire not to get out of bed. You will remind yourself, well, why did I want to move? Why did I want to live healthy? Those three components will set you up for success. So start from where you are. Don't have hefty, hefty, hefty visions yet. Start from where <laughs> yeah. you are. Yeah. Give it a little bit of more than where you could you you yeah. are. If you're, if you're yeah. laying down and going, uh-uh, it ain't happening, then request five minutes of yourself. That's it. Create it into a routine, which is every day. Yep. And then also motivate yourself by uh, the, the concept of why is it that I want to do this? So bring that vision into your mind. Yes. Say, this is what I'm doing. It's not for the yeah. exercise itself, but this is what I'm doing. The exercise is just the uh, protocol to get me there. It's just yes. to get me there. So yeah. I really just want, uh, this is my vision. I want to see myself in that position and that's where I want to be. And then also kind of reward yourself with some movement that you really like versus yes. doing all the things you don't like. Yes. Yeah. I have a funny story. There is a, I don't know you've heard of this famous singer. Her name is Patti LaBelle. Well, she was one of my original clients and she was my first client. I couldn't get to like exercise because I can get to know you and figure out a way we're going to have fun. You're going to enjoy it. And nobody's going to do the same workout, but she hated it. She's like, Sandy, I like you. She used to bake muffins to bribe me because she knew I loved muffins. I'd show up at her door and she'd have muffins. But finally, she realized she liked swimming. Mm -hmm. She found something she actually enjoyed. She swore she'd never, ever find something, but there's always something, you know, it, it could be even something you didn't think of right now. And by the way, the one thing I did mention at the beginning is even if it's not a trainer, it might be an accountability partner, a friend that you walk with, hike with, bike with, meet at the gym, which doesn't cost any money, but it's going to be like, yo, where are you today? To make it more enjoyable. I like dancing and I know you got the whole Philly to dance at one point. <laughs> How'd you do that? <laughs> very persuasive <laughs> no I, you know what we were talking about how when you love what you do and if, if we're having a fun conversation the other people are going to have fun listening i love moving 
And my mission in life was to use fitness as my vehicle to spread joy. That's it. I mean, it was just the vehicle. Anything I could do to bring a smile to someone's face, even for a moment to relieve the outside stress, anxiety, and pain. Well, when Philly was nominated the fattest city in the country in 2000, I was like, okay, well, I can't let this happen. And one of my health clubs was like a few blocks from City Hall. So I went down there. Imagine this. Mayor Street has hired the amazing Gwen Foster to be the fitness R, but her expertise was more in the health profession. So I thought, okay, I'm going to come in. They need me for the fitness. So I go into the meeting. Oh my God. I'm sitting there and I'm listening to what they're doing. And I'm thinking, eh, eh, eh. And something, I don't know what, but I got this bolt to make me stand up. And I go, I know what the city needs. It needs a line dance. We like to dance. If we create a line dance, we can have everybody do it. You can make it so the young kids can do it, pop and lock. And you can make it so ease and flow for the seniors. And she's like, tell me more, tell me more. And she liked the idea. She's like, do you have a dance? Well, I didn't have a dance, but give me a week. And I presented it and I made it filled with lots of like Rocky moves, boxing moves to be family oriented. But what I didn't know is that her and the mayor were seventh day Adventist. They don't believe in dance. Oh, whoops. Whoopsie. And so here I am, what the city needs is a dance. So she says to me then, okay, I'm good with this, but you got to get the mayor on board. Well, how am I going to do that? Like run into one of his meetings? She's like, listen, there is a meeting for all his staff in one of the South Philly restaurants coming up. I want you to do the dance. I go in the middle of the restaurant. She's like, yeah, it's your only opportunity. I thought, okay, I've done crazier things. It's not my political career. So I go, this is so funny. I go to the South Philly restaurant, sitting there, eating my rigatoni and meatballs. I look over the mayor and I start getting chicken and out. Like, I don't want to offend this guy. I mean, he's the seven day Venice and I'm going to get up and dance. But she kept nudging me, get up, Sandy, get up, come on. So finally I get up and I look at the mayor. I said, hi, Mayor Street. Uh, I don't mean to disturb your dinner, but I created this line dance for you in the city. And I just pushed the song on the boom box. And it was Jennifer Lopez, let's get loud. And I stand up in the middle of the restaurant and start doing it. Good news is other people stood up, started clapping for me. And we were having a good old time. I didn't want to look at the mayor. I was so scared. Song ended, sat down, started eating. And it, it seemed like hours went by but in a few minutes he came up tapped me on the shoulder and said you done good kid oh i said oh god thank god because i'm calling it the philly street line dance after you and then it just took off the whole city was doing it we had closed down market street the firemen were doing it i did it in front of the 76ers i mean it was crazy and i think about that a lot because that one little thing that brought me joy, how it just spread, like so infects all over the place. Like it doesn't have to be this crazy, you know, big idea. It was such a little thing. You never know what's gonna take off and hit. 
that's an amazing concept of when you said um, the the courage to ha not only have the idea but to take it somewhere and put yourself in a position to say I know this is what's good for us and yeah. uh, then and you enroll them when you say you're a good persuader there you go <laughs> <laughs> wow. that's how it shows. <laughs> I mean, you know what lights you up, right? You know what makes you feel so inspired and passionate. And when you're in that zone, it, it, everyone just wants to be drawn into it, even if they don't like to dance. Dance is one of those things that really does bring, I mean, unless you have a belief system that tells you not to do it for any reason, but if you don't, um, it just creates this, um, this happy place that you were talking yeah. about it creates yeah. a joy yeah and i think that's a you know one of the best things and and gets us out of you know the anger and sadness and and moves us forward mm. so the bringing that music in and shifting your body all of that really brings yeah. you to a different space and i can definitely see how um that would get somebody up and and running and and having a different idea about exercise because as yeah. you said, you're yeah. having fun with it yeah. then it doesn't feel like it's an exercise that you're doing it feels mm -hmm. like i'm having fun i'm just yeah. gonna go and have fun and that's all yeah. that i'm gonna do yeah. so you created your 30-day reset journal mm -hmm. what do we do in the reset journal so i started out about six let's see six years before my first book came out it took me six years and it came out in 2018, wanting to research if you could teach people how to get into a more positive, powerful mindset. I wanted to know if there were, you know, techniques that wouldn't take long for people that just weren't naturally that way. So I studied for over a year people that I thought exuded confidence, joy, like they just showed up with that power and i said i'll give you a free membership to my gym or free training if i can interview you now then for two hours i got people from all over which was great and they were from walk all walks of life you had some professional athletes you had moms and dads CEOs, everything and after a year i wasn't seeing any common thread i'm like they're just magical people they're driven people and i was getting frustrated and then finally one of my colleagues said, oh my God, Sandy, you're just too close to it. Don't you see it? Every single one of them, here's the secret sauce, did something in the morning before they started the day to decide how they were going to show up in life, which is what my big thing is right now. Life doesn't happen to you, you happen to life. Every single one of them had a routine they did. It didn't matter at the time. Remember we were talking about it's a little bit each day. Some of them were just a few minutes. Some of them were a couple hours. It, some of them baked muffin, played jazz music, journaled, meditated, exercised, played with their dog. It was so different. So I thought, okay, now that I know that, can I create a journal to get somebody in that mindset? You know, just different things just so it would get them triggered in what they should be doing every day. Not that much, but just little prompts. And so I met with, I call them the powers to be. 
And <laughs> they were everybody from positive psychologists to neuroscientists, to exercise physiologists, to gurus, to spiritual leaders. It, they were all over the place. And I was grateful that I had a big room in my club downtown that I could get them together now and then. And they just sat with me to see if there was something we could create to prop these people. They, they argued a lot. And a lot of them, I didn't understand half the stuff they say. But I did understand one thing. They said, Weston, I think you're onto something. I'm like, okay. So finally, we created, seems so simple, an acronym, the game plan. And G was for goal and teaching people at realistic goal. A was for the action you're willing to take. The biggest thing they were about was the M, the motivation, like why do you really want to be there? And then E, the energy level. And so I created this and then with, along with that, your power statement and your word for the day. And it was going to take them five minutes a day. So I took another year. And I sent it to people that were members of my gym. I thought I was setting myself up to success. They were already highly motivated. But I said, pick an area that isn't going that great for you. And I had three main areas. One was money career. Second was body health. back to my professors and they're like, of course it failed. I go, what do you mean? No one's going to do something they already don't believe that takes five minutes a day to prove your life. I'm like, okay, well, it would have been great if you told me in the beginning. And they're like, you had to find out the hard way. All right. So I go back and I create something that took one to three minutes and another year goes by and it hit. So the idea of the first books and now the journals to follow is all about the most important thing is not how long, but how you start your day. Even I tell people, if nothing else, you tell me you're so busy before your feet hit the ground, decide on one word on how you want to show up that day. Mm. Just one word. It could be love, joy, peace. Maybe things are really rough, ease and flow, calm. And all throughout your day, just check in every hour. How am I feeling? Am I answering that question with peace? Am I pick peace? Am I going for the email? Am I doing that presentation? Is it going to bring peace? It's so simple that people think it just can't work, but it does. That's what I'm saying. It's not a lot of time. It's just doing a check-in of where you are. And it's okay if you're not there, but then do you really want to act from that place? Or do you want to wait till you can shift yourself back? to that one word that you're focused on for that day or that month. And what do you need to get you there? Some people just breathing for 90 seconds. Others, it could be taking a walk, petting their cat, petting their day. But my whole thing is, you know, I used to try to complicate things. And what I realized is people were going after one system, the next system, and this, and this, and this. And really, it was just getting them back to realizing it's just a few minutes a day to get in that mindset and then work out and then go to that meeting and then having that talk. So that's what the journals and the books all are about, getting you in that headset. It's almost like how to live intentionally, but then how to get yourself into an intentional place. So yes. first you're going yeah. to wake up and you're all over the place. And how do you process so that you get into an intentional place? Then you create your intention and then 
Um, yes. And you operate from that place. And then what you also do is do you keep checking back to yeah. check if I'm still on the path of that intention. And if I'm not, no problem. Get back to it. It's almost yeah. shifting, and yeah. shifting until you get back into where you said you wanted to be and what, where you said you want to be, which is yeah. really important. Yes. Yes. Beautiful. What are you working on now? Oh, well, I just came out with recess to reset. It's a journal for kids, oh. eight to 12 years old. Ooh. Actually, I've been using it. I've sent it to my friends to give it to their kids and they're using it. But my publisher wanted me to do something for the youngins because of all the stress and anxiety, you know, they were coping with over COVID. So I'm going back into schools now with this and not just for the kids. I get requested for the teachers too, you know, because on the other end of it, they're dealing with a lot of anxiety and stress. And we, we were talking right before. I actually took a course because I really wanted to improve my keynotes, even though I've been speaking, I think you can always go to the next level. And I wanted to touch a bigger audience. And it's all, and that's why the big idea is life doesn't happen to you, you happen to life. And all the things, you know, that you can ask yourself when, when the naysayers come at you, I call them well-meaning people. I always say to them, all the reasons they tell me, you don't want to write another book. There's a million books, yeah, business, whatever. I say, are you sure? Are you really sure? Because life doesn't happen to you. I happen to life. So that's my big thing. So is your book available now? The one for- Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Yeah. And is that the same? Is it um, like a journal also? It is, but it's a lot of fun stuff for kids. There's no date in it. There's not like a 30 day thing because they want to be able to do it when they want to do it. And it's all about their superpowers and their power message and places that they can draw and how can they shift their mind, you know, from what just happened to possibilities and they're loving it, which I love. Like they want to go upstairs and do it. And that makes me so happy. Like when the parents or grandparents were saying their kids were some of them are having anger issues or getting, you know, overly well, overwhelmed or stressed that they'll actually just run upstairs and take their journal. So it doesn't seem like a homework assignment to them. It's their place, you know, that they can put down all their thoughts and then what they can do to make themselves feel better. But it's in a very fun, lighthearted way, like, you know, imagination box and who's your superhero. I love doing it. I'm using it now. It's fun. I think it's really needed because what you say, I also have uh, seen a lot more anxiety with children as they're yeah. growing up and, uh, and they have to face a lot and giving them a tool that they can actually work with and bring it to, to life and see it and become intentional versus, you know, consistently experiencing that the world happens to me because I'm little and I don't have uh, control or power. Yeah. My mom tells me what to do. My dad tells that. me what to do. My older sibling tells me what to do. Then, you know, the, the bigger kids at the school tell me what to do. My teachers, my principal. And sometimes it's like, okay, I don't have any power. And I think what yeah. you're creating is such an amazing tool so they can become intentional and move forward. That's awesome. Sandy, one minute. Um, anything we haven't touched upon that you really want people to know? Yeah. 
I think the big, biggest thing I want people to know is they have such additional love for the in the universe that they can tap in whenever they want to. Just by placing their hands on their heart and taking a few minutes just to breathe in all the love for who they are right now, not when they're a best-selling author, when they're a great mom, when they're whatever, but they have so much love they can tap into and peace and joy, just breathing it in and out can really put you in the right mindset. And I think the more we remind ourselves of how incredible we are, and we all have unique gifts off the world, no matter what's going on in your brain and how different you think your brain works, it'll just be so magical the more you do that. Coming into your world, coming into your body, and really intentionally set the stage of who you intend to be, and then know that you could create it for yourself. Yeah, beautiful, yeah. beautiful message, Sandy Joy Weston, everyone. And you can go to uh, sandyjoyweston.com and find all that you need to about Sandy. It was such a joy to have you at the, in, in my show. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And you also have podcasts. So people- Oh, I do. Please I do. Go check her out on her two podcasts. So one of them is uh, Let's Keep It Real. Yeah. I like it. And Positive Power Lady. So you could find those anywhere you can find your podcast. Yeah. So yeah. definitely check her out um, on sandyjoyweston.com and anywhere you, uh, you hear your podcast. So yeah. it was a joy to have you. Thank you so much. I had fun. Everyone, create an amazing life for yourself and everyone around you. And until next week, bye-bye.